0: Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. Keys to solo longevity. But first... Funny Papers edition. We have a new C3 team member named Tony. Amazing, amazing man of character, of principle, of faith. And I have to just share this story because it was super funny. And there's nothing Tony could have done to prevent it. I have a new office that we clean. They do senior home health care. So they send out CNAs and different workers to go help seniors in the day-to-day activities. Awesome, awesome company. Thankful to have them as a customer. Now, in the office, they have the regular side and they have a training room. And the training room has a separate locked door that we have to go through when we clean. And in this training room, which kind of freaked me out the first time I saw it in the daylight, mind you, is they have an actual hospital bed in this room and it has a full length senior mannequin and I don't mean like mannequin Skywalker I mean an actual mannequin with its mouth wide open kind of like a um, rescue breathing dummy and it's got like the fake hair on it it just kind of freaky you know with the with the the sheets over there on top of it and you're just looking at this bed and there's a person in it (laughs) the forms underneath the sheets, I walk in there the first time. Oh boy, that's really weird. And they would say to me, okay, oh, yeah, that's a training training dummy to help us where, with caring for the seniors we help. Okay, well, that makes sense, of course. Now, when I brought Tony out to train, I said, all right, Tony. I am not going to scare you. I'm not going to freak you out because here's what I was wanting to do. Hey, Tony, go open up this door. Go check out this training room. And by the way, it was nighttime on a Friday. He would have had to open the door, open it, walk in, and he would see this like body form of it, like what looks like a dead person in a bed. And to see his reaction, it would have been epic and priceless. I would have loved to done it, but I probably would have lost an employee (laughs) so instead i said tony there's something in this office i'm telling you it's going to be very shocking very surprising i'm not going to tell you exactly what it is but it's in this room he says oh whatever nothing surprises me i said okay no no worries here you go open this door and take a look inside and so i watch him he's got the key he turns it he opens up the door i'm watching his face and here's what I see, his face going from smile, because he's always smiling, to a lengthening of his face where his eyes got big as the door swung open and his mouth started to drop open as he saw the body form on the bed. And he just goes, oh, snap. This two-part podcast was inspired By a Solo Cleaning Elite member, Dave Reeks, Dave started implementing the ISO model in early 2022, operating the finest clean in South Wales, Australia, a diamite. That was pretty bad, wasn't it? I am so proud of his diligence and commitment. Dave has grown from an initializer in the ISO model system to a stabilizer in just six months. We recently did an optimizer's workshop to help him get to his next goal. And being so new as a solo cleaner, he's already got 20 customers. That is amazing. Great work, Dave. You are so close to climbing out of the stabilizer phase and into the land of the optimizers, where the fun game begins. Dave even shared with me that in his previous roles in pastoring and in other jobs, he is now earning more than double per hour. It's close to triple what he was making in those jobs in his new career as a solo cleaner. So he's very jacked and I'm so happy for him. But he also recognizes that he's a provider, the provider for the family. And he needs to make sure that he can keep his body performing at peak levels. So he asked me a question, hey Ken, can you talk on how to do this or what you've done in your career and 15 plus years in solo cleaning i said absolutely dave i will make it a podcast in fact it's going to be a two-part podcast because it is long so i had to break it up into two parts so thank you dave for this question i was a solo cleaner from age 28 to 44 There have been seasons of physical domination when I could stay up all night and clean, 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 clean. like coffee, coffee, clean. That was me. But I've also struggled with fatigue, injury, and chronic disease. Yeah, I've had them all. But regardless of the season, I had no choice but to keep going. I was the sole provider and still am for my family as well. So I did. I kept going. In this initial episode, we will deconstruct the habits of multiple peak performers from professional sports to learn from them. Then, in the second episode, I will share several keys to solo longevity that I have learned along the way from my triumphs and struggles. I believe this will help all cleaning companies as we all have people cleaning, whether it is a solo or a team of cleaners that we've hired. Disclaimer, I am not a medical doctor. I am sharing what I've personally done for cleaning longevity. See your doctor before making any major changes to your routine. Baseline your level of health now and set goals on where you'd like to go. Use this podcast as a guide. Why did I change my voice for that? Well, I think the disclaimers on the bottom of the pharmaceutical companies are like really scary take blah blah blocks in and you will die i don't want to be that bad try to have fun with it okay let's start with an analogy that takes me down vehicle memory lane the joke in high school was that ford stood for fix or repair daily and fails on race day my friends with hondas boasted on their longevity and reliability Hondas were the gold standard. My cars from age 16 to now have been in this order. This is interesting. Honda, Ford, Ford, Mitsubishi, Honda, 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 Ford, Honda, Ford. (laughs) Did you get all that? Isn't that funny? I've owned six Hondas and four Fords, and my wife has owned two Hondas and a Volkswagen. So we have a lot of Hondas. I'm not going to go over all the details of every car I ever had. You would not withstand the boredom of that. But I will say this. All of my cars have been great. I have so many memories from each. But I do generally agree after owning four Fords and eight Hondas, with my wife having the two Honda Odysseys, that the Hondas are way more reliable and spend a lot less time in the shop. Again, less to maintain lasts a lot longer but they cost more up front mm, yeah sure there were some duds in there we had one odyssey that lasted two years and we had to scrap it that wasn't fun had to go back to one car for a while and we actually this is the one that junked right before our florida trip, So that's recent so now we have a ford and a honda so which is better I don't want to offend anybody if you're a ford lover awesome if you're a honda lover awesome it's just an analogy but let me ask this question again solo cleaners would you rather be a ford or a honda as a solo cleaner you are the sole operator of your business your ability to create income depends on how you treat your machine do you want it to run like a ford or a honda it's an analogy now let's get real on your body, the machine that cleans and creates income for your family. Many of you would love to do what I did as an optimized solo cleaner. I built two different companies in New York and Pennsylvania where I profited over $60,000 per year and only cleaned two days per week. I didn't have the headache of dealing with any employees. It was just me. And I didn't have to build too many systems out and document everything. Life was simple. I spent a lot of time home with my wife and my kids. It was a 16-year time in my life that I am so grateful for. I could have continued this life and further optimized to $80,000 profit on two days per week. Yes, believe me, it's very possible. I know many solo cleaners like this that just want the simple life of a great solo cleaning business. It's a great gig. The only major, major downside of this solo cleaning as a career is that our income is 100% dependent on our ability to physically perform the job. We don't get paid for sitting at home. Are you with me, solo cleaners? Good. Let's now deconstruct the daily routines of four goats or greatest of all time professional athletes. And let's start with Tom Brady. He is definitely known as the goat in professional football, the NFL. Tom played 22 years in the NFL with the Patriots and the Buccaneers and started 316 of 318 games. Talk about longevity. The longest of any quarterback, I believe, of all time. Tom missed just two games in 22 years. He also racked up seven Super Bowls, the most of any player in NFL history. He also lost three, by the way, and one of which was to my 2017-2018 E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. Yeah, I had to sneak that in there. Because early in this podcast, way, way back, I talked about Tom Brady beating the Eagles I also get to share Tom Brady losing to the Eagles. Anyway, Brady is the all-time leader in passing yards, touchdowns, and quarterback wins. He is the GOAT, period. Tom's success and longevity didn't just happen. He realized that his success was in his machine's ability to perform. Listen to his daily routine from an article I found in Health Digest. And here we go, and I quote. According to TB12, a company co-founded by Tom Brady. The success the quarterback has seen over the past two decades is because he stays consistent. His daily routine is established, and he is very strict with his approach in order to continue to perform and recover. His day starts off at 6 a.m. with 20 ounces of water that he infuses with electrolytes from TB12. A half hour later, he takes a daily supplement followed by a smoothie loaded with whey protein, seeds, and nuts. Next on the schedule is his pre-workout pliability session, followed up by a two-hour strength and conditioning workout and ending with another pliability session. As afternoon approaches, he studies film and prepares a lunch that normally consists of fish and plenty of veggies. Practice with his team starts at 3 p.m. and lasts until 5 p.m. And surprise, he performs another pliability session afterward. For dinner, Tom makes sure he has a nutrient-dense meal, complete with more vegetables. He finally starts to wind down and recover at around 8 p.m., and then he hits the hay by 9 p.m. Once football season ends, Tom Brady keeps up his workout routine to prep for the next season. Here's what Tom states. As you get older, the game becomes a little more challenging, Brady told Men's Journal. Here's what he says further. So in the offseason, I do. I try to do a lot of things I do in the season. So what exactly does the quarterback's off season r- routine look like? In an interview with Bodybuilding, Brady said this. In the offseason, I still do cardio six days per week, 40 to 60 minutes per day, but I do more running than in season. He went on to add, in the off-season, I also switched my weightlifting over to a routine more so oriented towards strength, and my sessions are usually about 25% longer since my body isn't beat up from playing. Brady is devoted to his job, of course, and continuing to train throughout the year is important. In his interview with Men's Journal, Brady said this, it's been a lot of fun to commit in the offseason to the same things I'm doing in the season in order to maintain a high level of play. And his statistics prove this out. Do you see what it takes to operate your body as a peak performing machine? Let's look at baseball's Iron Man, Cal Ripken Jr. Cal played 21 years of pro ball with the Orioles. He broke the unbreakable streak of consecutive games, 2,130, a mark that baseball statisticians thought would never be broken. And who did this original consecutive game streak? The one and only Lou Gehrig. Remember him? Today, 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 I consider myself, self, 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 the luckiest man, man, man on the face, face, face of the earth, earth, earth. Remember him? incredible Lou Gehrig's disease unfortunately took his life and it was named after him so very sad ending of his life but I will tell you that his consecutive game streak in that era is incredible I don't know how you would compare that era from the 30s to when Cal Ripken did this in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s but still look what Cal Ripken achieved he beat Lou Gehrig's record of 2,130 games by 500 games, 2632. It's incredible. Ripken is also ranked number 15 in all time hits with 3,184 and has over 400 homers. He's a Hall of Famer. Obviously, Tom Brady was too. What did Cal Ripken Jr. do to maintain 21 years of peak performance? and never miss a game, I found a few articles on Kyle Ripken that I wanted to share his habits of success about. Here's the first one. In a Washington Post article from 2012, Cal shared this about his diet and sleep. I had one of my best years in 1991. I was 31. I made a renewed effort to work harder. I got better at my diet. I paid attention to how much sleep I got. I was always someone of routine, but I became more strict. Also, I made a renewed effort working out. Back then, people would say, weights and baseball didn't mix. I went into the weight room right around 30 or 31. My legs weren't as powerful as they had been. I liked how the weight room made my body feel. It gave me sort of an edge. There definitely was a strong effort to stop the aging process in the weight room. In another article from sportscasting.com in 2020, Cal shares this. I work on the principle that something is always better than nothing, he told Mark Mask of the Washington Post in 1998. But what did Ripken actually do to stay in shape? For the most part, he stuck to the fundamentals, just like he did on the diamond. Beyond playing basketball in the offseason... The infielder primarily did cardio and lifted weights. The exact workouts, however, varied depending on the time of the year. During spring training, one of Ripken's workouts might involve running from foul pole to foul pole on the field eight to ten times with 30 seconds off in between, Massey explained. But during the season, he says he does no endurance running and concentrates on sprints. He'll run 40 to 60 yard sprints outside, or he'll get on the treadmill, crank it up to the maximum 17.5 miles per hour, and do 6 to 10 sprints of 10 seconds apiece. Cal followed a similar trend in the weight room too. Ripkin divides his weight training into thirds, with a legs day, a chest and back day, and a thighs and triceps day. The article continued, during the season, he says, he'll work each set of muscles perhaps twice a week instead of the three or four times per week that he'll do during the off season. He doesn't reduce the amount of weights that he lifts during the season, he says, but he might decrease the number of sets or the number of repetitions per set. So obviously he's looking to avoid injury while maintaining his strength. Are you seeing a trend in professional sports, Ironmen? Let's do some more. Serena Williams is widely regarded as the GOAT, the greatest of all time in professional women's tennis. She has won the second most amount of Grand Slams with 23, only one short of Margaret Court's record of 24. And Margaret retired in 1977. And Serena has had multiple chances to get that elusive number 24. And we'll see if she still can do it. Her stat sheet is a mile long, but this one was really awesome. It caught my attention. Check this out. She has won championships in four different decades in her sport. Elias Sports Bureau reports that no other athlete or team has accomplished this in the four major professional sports of NFL, NHL, NBA, and MLB. Serena's dominance in power and longevity is unmatched in women's tennis. I found an article from fitnessreaper.com that broke down her daily peak performance routine. Her exercise, strength, and conditioning routine is legendary. I don't have the time to read through all of the things that she's been doing for over two decades, but this article and all the articles I mentioned are linked in the show notes. But I will say this on her workouts. This caught my attention. Serena liked hit or high-intensity interval training the best. It helped her build strength and endurance faster. Serena is an absolute machine. I mean, the woman even took a year off and had a baby and was still in championship form when she came back. I mean, come on, solo cleaners. If we could just be one-fifth of Serena's athletic prowess and peak performance— then we would be a lifetime solo cleaner because it's a lot easier to solo clean than to play professional competitive tennis. Believe me, I played tennis in high school. It's why I have Serena on this list because I highly respect her accomplishments. She's incredible. I found this interesting about Serena. She has struggled with getting good sleep due to how intense her every day was. So exercise, A plus for Serena, sleep. Something she struggles with. What about her eating? Okay, this is the part that I had to quote this article from. As part of her raw vegan diet, Williams practices tennis during the tennis season. She eats exclusively plant-based foods, including beans, legumes, nuts, veggies, fruit, and whole grains such as quinoa, oatmeal, and brown rice. In addition to chia seeds and hemp, which provide a complete protein source, She sometimes eats chicken for an extra protein boost. It is important for her to stay hydrated all the time. During the off season, she enjoys fried chicken and other Southern favorites. So she is normal too. And I also found an article that stated that one of her downtime favorite activities is to veg and watch TV. So she is human like the rest of us. The male counterpart to Serena is Roger Federer. I will be very short on Roger here, but I'll just say this. Where Serena struggles, Roger excels. Now, Roger has won 20 majors. He was regarded as the best tennis player of all time and possibly a one-two between him and Rafing on the doll. Either way, listen to this from an article from CelebrityDailyRoutine.com. So here's where Roger excels. Interestingly, Roger Federer sleeps for around 12 hours a day he sleeps for about 10 hours in the night and then takes a two-hour nap in the afternoon in many earlier interviews Federer had stated that if he doesn't get this amount of sleep he would hurt himself so his defining machine peak performance kind of manual is he's exercising incredible routine there incredibly healthy food habits which is well documented But for his machine, he needs sleep above everything else. Now, Serena didn't have sleep at the top of her list. And there is no one-size-fits-all. I'm just sharing what these amazing people, all-time greats, have done. I find this fascinating. All four of these all-time greats from pro sports go to tremendous lengths to take care of their machines. They want them to last like a Honda... And also run like a Ferrari. They all highly value the basic foundations of good health, which includes great sleep, healthy food choices, lots of water, daily exercise, and strength training. And of course, the discipline to do this routine every day for their entire career. So if these world-class athletes treat their bodies this seriously to perform like this, do you think it's important for you as a solo cleaner or even a cleaner on a larger business team to do likewise? All right, that wraps up part one of this two-part series, Keys to Solo Longevity. I want to again thank Dave Reeks of The Finest Clean for this awesome question. So make sure to tune into the next episode where we transition from world-class athletes to my own solo cleaning career. I will share my six habits along with tips to preventing injury and possibly disease, which will keep your cleaning career long and profitable. By the way, do you know that the Smart Cleaning School has a free Facebook group? Yeah, I've had it for a long time, but I have not been very active in it. So I've relaunched that. You can go to Facebook, do a search in there for Smart Cleaning School, or just use the link in the show notes and go. You'll have to answer a few questions, but then you'll be able to join for free, be part of our community, and I will hope to be able to meet you in there. Have an amazing day and get ready for part two. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.